Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about holiday movies and occasionally <laughs> Big Brother. My name is Brett. I'm Danielle. Danielle, how you doing? I'm doing great. I just like am full of the holiday spirit this year. Yeah. Oh. I, even though, you know, things are locked down, you can't really go anywhere, you aren't really supposed to spend time with people. I still feel the holiday spirit in my heart. Yeah, I mean, it always sneaks up. It's like it's it's the 19th as we're recording this and then it's like oh great uh it's going to be january in a few days I and know. um i that's always a sad part cuz i i'm not i don't really like i don't celebrate the holidays really but i just really welcome it as a time of as a joyous time of year and when i Less lived in new york it was always just it was just magical it's like mm-hmm. oh it's cold but it's magical and yeah. then january comes around it's like it's cold and I stepped in brown ice water and <laughs> my, my socks are frozen with And dirt everyone water. takes the like decorations down because the holidays are over. So it's just dark, it's just yeah. dark everywhere. I think about this all the time is that we as a society have just decided that for three full months a year, our houses need to have garish decorations. <laughs> we start October 1st by bringing out the dead. If it's dying, if it's a pumpkin or if it's a corpse, put it out. Hell yeah. Put it out on the lawn. And then we like go and then we move into Christmas mode. It's like for October through, that's just crazy. You know what's crazy to me? Yeah. What's that? That we don't do it for longer. We front load. Okay. The winter season. It's where everything's up December, but January 1st. Trees are going out for the garbage collector and the lights are coming down. That when well, truly January, February, March is when we need that Christmas, spirit, that holiday spirit the most. What would you recommend putting on people's lawns? I think we just uh, during need those months. Just like a light show. I, like, I don't know, celebrating in Canada, we have family day. So, you know, you what? could do you could do a little <laughs> a light up family. What? <laughs> Family day is Hell this yeah. now in America. Whenever you use the word family, it's like uh oh the 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 right the right <laughs> is like trying to force you into like some like reeducation <laughs> camps here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what does family mean in uh in Canada? It's really just a day. It's just a day off. It's a it's oh, a federally cool. mandated don't do not go to work day. And you have to hang out with your family. Yeah, you can hang out with your, I mean, especially this year, that's probably the only people you can hang out with. Um, or you definitely should, or definitely not. <laughs> yeah, depending on whose pod you're in. But um, it happens the same weekend that you guys do Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh, uh, so you just look at the American calendar and like, all right, when when is America like, when is their post office and stock market <laughs> yes. not doing it let's just come up with our own thing totally. for that same weekend absolutely all right cool we're cool. like well america's is, not working we don't want to work either is there a cuisine on family day it's like everyone has to have a uh a, a, a yorkshire pudding on no. family day i think honestly i think it's relatively new family day because i don't okay. remember is i don't remember tr- it being a, a thing Trudeau when i was thing? going to school pardon is it a trudeau thing Maybe. Also, Trudeau, Trudeau loves the family. Trudeau has confirmed that Santa will be coming to Canada. Oh yeah. Well, despite sure. COVID. No, I'm well. 
Yeah, Santa's Santa's definitely coming to America, and he's going to as many houses as humanly possible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but no, there's no food related. I think it's mostly like you got to go tobogganing. Oh, okay, sure. (laughs) If you live near a hill, you got to break out that toboggan. Are you tobogganing? Have you been tobogganing? Um, What's the snow situation like? It's it's not as good as New York. I was tweeting. I'm so jealous of New York. I'm having major, you know, New York nostalgia this week because it's not as good here as it is there. Well, I can tell you in Southern California, I still go outside with a t-shirt and or shorts Mm. at least once a day. Uh, California seems so foreign to me now especially now that I'm in Toronto. It was foreign enough oh, when yeah. I was in New York, but now it's just like oh, an yeah. alien like my, place. My dog walking uni is yeah. sweatpants, some some Nikes, a t-shirt, and like a puffy vest on top of the t-shirt. You're wearing like, a puffy vest on top of a t-shirt? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I gotta keep the core warm, but I gotta Ooh. keep the limbs cool. <laughs> the extremities need to breathe. This is a great pod. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so sorry. No, 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 don't apologize. I'm the one who's talking about my limbs. Well, anyway, <laughs> we're, this is all to say we're excited about the ho- Well, I'm excited. You don't care about the holidays. I'm wishing everybody a happy family day right now with my, mm-hmm. what did I say? Yorkshire pudding? I don't even know what that is. Uh, That's a British thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, you guys are British. You're like fancy British. You're like- We're like- you're like yeah. rugged. You're like Patagonia, England. We're like yeah. Texas, England. And then Australia <laughs> is like crazy Texas, England. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we've got some stuff to talk about. Um, Mando finale. Hot Qu- off the press. Mando hot, finale. Hot. The prom. It's, it's a temperature that we'll talk about. <laughs> um, we're going to talk some holiday movies later on. And I uh, paid $19.99 American to watch Christopher Nolan's Tenet, uh, which w- I will talk about. And Danielle is shaking her head as I questions. say this right now. <laughs> I have uh, a lot of questions. Mando, we haven't spoken about it for a couple weeks. Uh, the show got pretty good this season, especially the, once we stopped talking about it, it kind of turned out, <laughs> it started veering away from like, hey, Mando, there's yeah. a, there's a one-eyed so monster procedural. in that cave. Exactly. Um, I found like I was getting used to being able to not pay attention. And then these past two episodes, I was like, wait, something different is happening. <laughs> I yeah. guess I should pay attention. But basically, listen, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched you better because we're going to talk about it. And here it is. You have three seconds. Three, two, one. Okay, wow. They're gone. <laughs> Luke Skywalker, which, and I looked this up because I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, so, did they, did, did they you know freeze when- <laughs> a clone of Mark Hamill at some point? <laughs> and I looked it up. They digitally grafted Mark Hamill's younger face onto this other actor. Onto the, probably the same guy who plays Pedro Pesco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do you, were you aware of when this takes place in the timeline? Well, I, oh my gosh, don't even get me started. We've talked about the timeline, I'm sure. Oh, and I've definitely oh. talked about the timeline with my husband. He's explained it to me many times. But I'm still like <laughs> refused to believe in the timeline because I yeah. still don't want to accept that Baby Yoda isn't just Yoda. So I so. so Luke Skywalker drops some Cylons in this in this pod in this episode. Um, 
and I, again, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but like X-Wing shows up and I'm like, oh, it's those sheriffs from like five episodes ago who are like, better not go too fast, Mando. Right. Uh, and it's like, oh, oh, that green lightsaber comes out. And I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, my jaw was on the floor and I I knew what was happening. And uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so. In the movies, right? The the third one ends. The original third one ends, right? And they all sing Yub Nub on the the, <laughs> the forest moon of Endor. And then we get the new ones with um, you know, the 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 My hot man, young with, Jake Lloyd. No, no, not those ones. The oh. uh, the new new ones, not the Jake Lloyd <laughs> ones. Oh my god. Uh, the new new ones with yes, like Adam, Adam and, and uh, yeah, and what is his name? Story. <laughs> yeah, the marriage story guy. Um, <laughs> Luke Skywalker's in those movies. Do you think at any point he should have just said, by the way, there's a baby Yoda? Well, that's what I said. That's why I was like, this is too much. Like, you think no one would keep Baby Yoda a secret. The second you meet Baby Yoda, you're like, I gotta tell someone about this. So Luke Skywalker, I mean, Luke Skywalker is kind of only in The Last Jedi, the the second of the the newest trilogy. And at no point in that movie is like... There's a baby Yoda. That would have been helpful. <laughs> they go to a casino planet and ride donkeys in that movie. Yeah. And at no point is anyone like, there's a baby Yoda and I know about him. His name is Gorgo. And he's, he's probably really powerful and could help us out. Like, Yeah, I trained him. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. So I forgot a lot about like the different plot lines and the timelines are just so difficult to keep up with. But... My husband was saying, oh, wow. So he must take baby Yoda to Jedi school. And he was like, but then so baby Yoda probably dies and gets killed by Adam Driver. And I was like, how the hell would you know that? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so he explained to me, like, so Luke Skywalker has a Jedi <laughs> school. But at some point, Adam, in it's this timeline. school. Adam Driver blows it up and kills all of the Jedis in training. Yeah, that happens in the second movie, I think. Okay. Like, it's like a flashback in the second movie. Right. right? But so I I was like, well, Adam Driver isn't even born yet in Baby Yoda in um, Mandalorian. So, because Adam Driver is or like Or maybe 30, he's right? like a baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he he's probably a baby around this time, right? Like Han and Leia are... Getting it on. Fertile Myrtle. Yeah, for sure. But but so theoretically takes nine months. I just don't think that Baby Yoda would still be in school by the time Adam Driver comes and blows it up. Baby yeah. Yoda only needs like a year. He already is pretty ahead. Yeah, he's not getting his do- he's not like one of those people who's like getting their theater doctorate who's no, like, I'm no. just gonna stay in college for the next 40 years because it's better than getting a job exactly he's not gonna like go into the jedi force and be like you know what i want to go back to jedi school i feel like i have more to do i so i'm not worried about that i was i really don't think that's what's gonna happen to him so that's just a theory i want to debunk right now i doubt the ending of like the series finale of the mandalorian is like oh and baby yoda died in a flashback (laughs) from a movie that came out 10 years ago (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, that movie? Wow. That movie, I guess, did come out a couple years ago. No, but I'm now. just saying like seven years from now when the Mando ends, it'll could be out like, right. you know, I don't know. You know. Also, so Pedro shows his face again. Really, really. In this episode. He's going from orthodox to more of a reform Mandalorian sort of thing. He's like, and he was in Williamsburg. He was not turning on the lights on Saturdays. And now he's like, yeah, I'll have some shrimp at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 well, I was shocked. First of all, I thought last episode was the first time he showed his face. No, he, but then my husband was like, "No, he showed it in season one." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't, I do not remember this. I do not recall." Should we just that. swap out hosts? <laughs> <laughs> I just like my memory is like guppy. Okay, when it comes, oh, especially when it comes to we're Star about to Wars. talk about the the prom, a movie I watched. Fucking five days ago, and I do not remember anything. I saw, I saw a tweet that was like, whenever, whenever a new Star Wars come out, all the fans get so excited and say like, "Oh my god, look, it's Grotu Shido, <laughs> <laughs> that character." And it's like that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Well, Everyone's getting me, excited. Me I know who Luke I know is. I see the green yeah, lightsaber. I, I see the I see the glove. I'm like, that's either Michael Jackson or it's Luke. I don't know, but he's got one glove on. Okay, and can we talk? Wait, can we talk about how good Luke looked? He's fine. Yeah, I mean, he was looking good. I never thought, like in the original movies, I really never thought Luke was that cute. I thought he was like an interesting casting choice because obviously Harrison Ford is so hot, hunky. And so hunky. And then Luke is just sort of like this shrimp. He's that- a shrimp. And then Mark Hamill gets into a car accident or a motorcycle accident between the first and second movies. And his like huh. face is different. Like, cause really, he, yeah. I did not know that. He got into some sort of auto accident and you like, he looks like original Luke, OG Luke wearing his like white robe on the little desert planet and it's like oh this yeah. is like a this is like a cologne commercial and well that yeah and then later like he you know it's the 80s you know you know what carrie fisher is up to she loves oh, yeah. to go skiing and i'm not talking <laughs> on the mountains you know what they're all hanging out and doing oh sure lots of lots of drugs and Listen. It ages you. You get into a car accident and you got a little bit of a Forrest Whitaker, just like a little bit of a light Forrest Whitaker situation going on. Sure. Uh, well, I didn't know that. And I, But this digitally grafted Mark Hamill face onto this new actor was absolutely gorgeous. Did you see Rogue One? No. Oh, so you were really surprised at the, like, we pasted a guy's face on there, fucking Winklevoss style. Well, I was surprised that it looked as good as it did because not only it's not just Winklevoss because Winklevoss was two faces at the same age, their current age. Oh, yeah. Whereas whereas this is making someone younger and hotter and putting (laughs) it on someone else's face. So Rogue One is actually really good. I like it, but it relies heavily on like, hey, we got this guy's face from uh, Star Wars. Why couldn't they have done that for the Irishman? The Irishman fucking suck. Well, also the Irishman. <laughs> so the way they did it with the Irishman is Marty was like, yeah, I want to do this, but I also don't want to 
do it using any of the like common technology that we do that like is made to do this sort of like facial swap whatever where they put like they paint all these dots on your face and they map it over marty just wanted to shoot the movie he didn't want to put like ping pong balls on people he didn't want to do any sort of weird ass stuff he literally just wanted to shoot the actors they would just show up to set as they would a normal scene so that's why that movie it looks fine but it kind of just looks like (laughs) <laughs> well, it kind of looks like when Robert De Niro is 30 in that movie it looks like a 70 year old man playing a 30 yeah, year old exactly. person no, and his face is peeled back because he wanted to so kind of do use like a shortcut technology uh, that's kind of the best way to, to explain it um, yeah whereas Mark the Mark Hamill the Luke Skywalker because it's not even Mark Hamill is it it's Luke Skywalker they credited Mark I mean he may, well, he, he might have did the voice scrumptious. of it I thought it wasn't. I actually thought it wasn't great. Wow. I mean, I thought it was. Well, fine. I mean, what could they have done better? Make it not look like a PS3 character. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it looked so human. I thought You're Rogue right, One just was a bit enough. better. Carrie Fisher, yeah. a like a very young Carrie Fisher, is in Rogue One, a movie that came out five years ago, and I thought right. hers looked pretty good. Uh, and there's some like j- like baddie who's in it who's like in the original movies, uh, okay. and the actor is dead now who's in that one too. And that one look looks a little bit funkier, but um, they did a good job. I, I you know I'm definitely looking at it and being like, that's kind of a cool digital face. Like it's I don't cool. know, it's you're not you're looking at it and you're like, wow, how cool that they're connecting the pieces like this. But also I at least was looking at it and I know I'm like a cynical jerk, but I was like, I kind of was like, mm, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit funny looking. It wasn't up to your standards. That's fine. But as, as a, as a casual Star Wars, you're, Star Wars casual, <laughs> yeah. I was blown away. We're both BB casuals and you're a Star Wars cash. <laughs> And I thought the final like couple of minutes where Luke picks up Baby Yoda and Pedro is saying goodbye to Baby Yoda, I found it very powerful. Um, so we've been talking a lot about the last four minutes of this episode. Uh, any other <laughs> thoughts on matter. it? No. <laughs> I am. Um, I, Mando has like quite a big crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and was, I kind of don't like hanging out with like, ha- with like half of them. <laughs> The final tableau was like a dozen people. I know. It's like for this guy who's always like rolling solo, it's like, all right, he's got these two lady mandos. He's got Boba. He's got the assassin chick, uh, the sniper. He's got yeah. Bill Burr. He's got yeah. he's got Tony Oliphant. He's got he's Horatio got Sands, the fish man. Amy he's got Amy Sedarius. He's got uh, he's got uh, Apollo Creed. He's got like. 30 people. Rosario. Did you Rosario? say Rosario? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, and half of them are like not good actors. Helpful. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what, are, what are we doing? I don't know. There's it, a, it a, I, yeah. And what is season three going to be? What could it possibly be? Is it? I mean, if it's Baby Yoda in Jedi training with a bunch of other baby creatures learning magic, sign me up. I need to know how old Grogu is is he like he might be like 80 
Yeah, he's uh, yeah. That's what he's like a couple hundred. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. He's so young. Are we just gonna pick up? And it's like, well, that was fun. Um, Mark basically it starts like Mando goes to Mark Hamill's like little school, and it was like, well, that was a fun year. Everything has <laughs> changed, and Grogu like speaks conversational English and does no. backflips and all that stuff now, and he's like not baby like anymore. I hope it's just like Baby Yoda like causing trouble in class. Like he's the oh. little class clown. Oh, he's the screech. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Any other Mando thoughts? Just like happy to see Pedro's face, like clearly, because I heard that we chatted about it. I think that it was behind the scenes drama of how Pedro wanted to show his face. And I'm happy he seemed to have won that battle. And um, yeah, I I also agree that it was good towards the end where they broke from their little procedural uh, show and did something new. So I give it two thumbs up. I, yeah, I really liked the season. I really liked the episode before with Bill Burr. I think he's like kind of an interesting character in this world because the rest of the characters kind of only say one thing. Like right. all the people who I just listed off, it's just like we have to get the knowledge cube or cylinder <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, yeah, Emperor Goff. Well, I'm going to kick your butt. Like, they just say, like, really bad, like, wrestle, like, something people are about to say before a wrestling match starts. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just not very engaging to me. Like, the rest of Mando's gang, even my girl, mm. Katie Sackhoff, I'm like, oh, she's like such a dynamic actress. Why is she? I know this? you were excited to see her again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we'll see what's in store for us season three. Now let's switch streaming services. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> we're leaving Disney Plus and we're making a crash landing into Netflix with the prom. Ba-bong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the prom 2020 the prom. based on a musical by some people. Uh, what did you think? So I, I have to admit, I didn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> Why would you? I it was it, it was a little hard you to didn't watch. Miss anything. I I liked the outfits. I liked the direction actually. Um, but and it was just I don't know. I love musicals. You know me. Me too. You know I love musicals, but I just didn't connect with this one. I but that being yeah. said, I think I texted you this. I texted someone this, but that. I didn't think it was horrible. It was just not for me. And this is really controversial. So if this if this reaches Twitter, I might be done for. But canceled. Everyone hates pre-canceled. Everyone, very canceled. Everyone hates James Corden's performance in this. I actually thought he was pretty good from what I saw. Yeah, he was. He and you was know, good. I'm not a James Corden defender. No, no, we we do not stand. We, we do, do not, not stand. The cherubic king of late night. Ugh. I, yeah, I I really thought he was fine. Like he didn't. All the performances were sort of cheesy and over the top because it's a musical, so that's sort of what I come to expect. But he didn't stand out to me really, and I, honestly, I was looking for it. So I I definitely enjoyed myself for the entire time. I was like, <laughs> there was like a cognitive dissonance as I was watching, where I'm like. I don't like this. I don't like this, but I'm like very much enjoying myself. 
Uh, yeah. I didn't think any of the songs were very good. Yeah, like, that might have been it for me. Like the the ceiling on how much I could rate this is like low because it's a musical. And I didn't like any of the songs and they're and the songs are so important. I haven't seen any of the high school musicals, multiple of them. And, uh, but it just reminded me of them. And that's cool. Lots of people love them. And if, if anything, they're like a nostalgic thing now for lots of people, but like, they're all very much like tonight's the night we're going to have fun. And um, <laughs> I, I don't like any song that's about tonight's the night that we're going to have a lot of fun. Like, I just think that's the least interesting thing to write a song about. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of that. And I, I kind of didn't understand why any of these actors were in this beyond <laughs> Streep and Corden, like Nicole Kidman, Oscar winner Nicole Kidman doing a much better American accent than she was in The Undoing this time around. And looking, and she looked way better too. The outfits in this were fabulous. Exactly. She's in this and she only, she's like this, she's like just throwing like fastballs out of the bullpen. She's like this drunken, like old aging starlet. And she has one song like three quarters of the way through and it's like a it's like a little spicy like fossy number and i'm like oh, okay i don't even know if you got that far uh I did not. <laughs> no it's, it's i didn't make it to her song. Uh, you should check it out <laughs> you should check it out I, and then uh who else and then carrie washington is playing this like uptight conservative right-wing gay-hating mother the entire it's like you're Carrie right. Washington, girl. Why are you doing this? I don't get Carrie's choices sometimes. No. I really don't. No. I like her, but I, I really don't understand. I just and, didn't understand um, why anybody other than Streep and Corden did this. Rannells is, Rannells is always good. Love having Rannells yeah, along, but I, I don't know, just, you know. They did seem like I want. There was the one song where they're deciding to go to Ohio or sorry, Indiana, mm. and they're like they <laughs> they link arms. They're walking down the street and they're walking and linking arms with such gusto and yeah. singing the song. That I'm like, they must have had a great time doing this. And it's Ryan Murphy who directed it, right? So like, everyone loves Ryan Murphy. He he must be a blast on set. <laughs> so I assume that's why everyone loves. But that. um. But yeah, it just was not. I did not love. The, I didn't love the songs either. A counterpoint. Good, a counterpoint yes. from one of our friends, our listeners, Please. at Hell's Bales. Thoughts on the prom colon? Every song is a banger. James Corden's performance was fine, but there were several times where his accent slipped, though. Oh, Hell's Bales. There was an insane amount of product placement. There are multiple Whoa. scenes in this movie that take place in an Applebee's. I, I will state that. Yes, for I do remember the Applebee's. I saw that part. Carrie Washington's dress at the end was a major hot JCM. Take notes. Yeah, I thought all of the outfits were hot. All of them. Yeah. They all looked great. So, like, at the end, they go, there's like the prom happens, uh, the yeah. titular. 
the prom from the movie The Prom happens and like everyone is very fabulous because it's like the inclusive prom and like finally <laughs> right. Perry Washington's like, oh, I don't hate my gay daughter anymore and I'm going to oh, dress good. like I'm on Drag Race or something like that. <laughs> that's great. You know, I knew that would happen. I figured I knew it would happen at the end of this movie, this musical. Yeah, it's not like a Les Mis where James Corden just dies at the end. Wait, was James Corden in like this? I'm sure he wasn't. I'm sure he was in high school. <laughs> like, and you know who he played? Master of the House. Oh uh, no, he's no, because he's too good. He probably was just like a. He was just like a little bit of a chubby Jean Valjean. No, he's too funny, or you know, funny with fingers. First quotes. of all, that character's name is Thenardier. <laughs> The yeah, but the I think house. we can all agree he's the master of the house. He's the master of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Did you were you in that in high school, Brett? No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were just the lawyer in Penny's from Heaven or whatever it's called. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did. My high school did do Les Mis, but I, I it was after I graduated, unfortunately. They were, they were honestly saving it. They were honestly saving Les Mis until after I graduated because. I can't, <laughs> I can't sing my way out of a fucking paper cup, and uh, but I am they such a, even try I'm such a rage, I'm such a on stage talent <laughs> that they couldn't just do it all singing. Like, there's no line, there's no dialogue in that show. It's three hours of singing, so right. they, they, I always got the biggest part in the musical that didn't have to sing. <laughs> Busting through the stage door, slamming your prop briefcase I down been to thunderous laughter. <laughs> thunderous, you're like the Kramer of this the is a kangaroo court. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a long one. Rhett entered, scene la stage left, and the audience would just go wild. He didn't even do anything yet. So. Uh, <laughs> We uh, we did. I did have. I did have a friend. We did plan to do that for me once. <laughs> do what? So in one of the shows, I, one of the shows in high school, like my character doesn't come on until like late in the show. Yeah, tell us a show. After the it was the Music Man. I was the baddie okay, and the Music Man, man and the baddie's okay. only in the first scene, and then he doesn't show up till like the second act. So oh, my friend Josh is like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do an applause break for your first, because you know, when you see like a, like a show with a celeb in it and the celeb yes. first enters, yes, there's like, Oh, Nathan Lane. Hello. <laughs> yeah. My friend's like, I'm going to do an applause break for your first entrance, <laughs> like in the second act after you've been out for after you've been sitting in the backstage for two hours. I'm like, I fucking love it. That's a great idea. <laughs> so what did everyone else join in? Yeah. <laughs> Josh doing it and everyone sort of being confused. <laughs> like, so, oh, are we supposed to applaud now? No, yeah. No. Everyone, everyone, everyone recognizes a true star. And that's why the Hey Julie podcast is so uh <laughs> so wow. on the top of the charts. I actually we we did receive an, uh, an email from Apple Podcast Division saying we couldn't put you on the on the Apple best of 2020 mm. list because we just there were just Everyone recognizes stars. that this is like you're the mank of, yes. of pods, but like we just have to, you know, like 
we can't not give it to Michelle Obama. We can't not give it to Conan O'Brien, you know? Like sure. we exist, there's politics in the world. We exist there. You know, we know you're the best, most popular pod. And Dax Shepard has such a hard year. So he had to be on it. Oh my God. You guys, I I I already talked about my like Dax and Kristen Kristen Bell distrust. Get out of here. (laughs) Not to you. Get them out of here. So uh, (laughs) uh, hashtag single life. Hashtag app life. Yeah. Los Angeles. Some people got profiles and they're like, I love armchair expert with. Dax Shepard. No. That's an immediate swipe really? left for your boy. Yeah, that is that's a big swipe <laughs> left for me. That why would you put that on your why would you boast? Why would you make that like the interesting thing about yourself? Because you're not interesting. I mean, listen, sorry if we have some listeners who also enjoy Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, but I think if you're looking for that swipe right, you should you should carve out more of a niche for yourself. Make yourself more mysterious and put "I love Hey Julie," a podcast of Big Brother on your profile. Because then people will be like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's an instant. I didn't know Big Brother starter. was still on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a quick. Um, we got a quick CBS All Access question. If you want to hit that, or do you have anything else to yeah, say about please. about the? No, prom. nothing else to say about the prom, but. I, I know it was a very polarizing film. Even people in my um, work were discussing how much they hated it. And I just want to say for the people who feel, you know, like they're in the smaller camp at the moment because they thought it was good or that they, it wasn't that bad. I stand with you. I see you and I celebrate you. Yeah. Do you, what, what's your final rating on the prom before we never talk about it again? Well, I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing. So I'm going to have to give it a five. Okay. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a thumb up and a thumb down. (laughs) All right, great. So let's go to CBS All Access. Oh, yeah. We have a few streaming questions. We'll run through them quickly. Cornelius Breadworth at CBreadBB. Thoughts on the stand (laughs) miniseries on CBS All Access? So I believe... You like a Stephen King? You like scary stuff? I love scary stuff and I will ride for Stephen King. But here's the thing: we don't get all uh, all access. Yeah, in you're in Canada, Canada, and I canceled my CBS All Access halfway <laughs> through the BB22 season, so I will I that, not be watching it, Cornelius. I know that Danny Fave, Alexander Skarsgård, any oh. Skarsgård really is a fave, is in it, and I know another Danny Fave, Whoopi Goldberg, is in it. So it's a oh, great cast. Yeah. Oh yeah, great cast. I've but, never. Um, <laughs> Is is the sand even spooky? I don't think the sand is one of yeah, the scary ones. Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like scary king as much as it's like the scariest part of humanity is is humans. Lawyers. King. <laughs> yeah. Is the law. Um yeah, so I have not, but I, I've seen a couple um stills of it. And honestly, may, maybe I would watch it. Okay. I'm not going to. <laughs> Yeah, you you li- you legally can't. You live in Canada. I cannot. At yeah. Sean Carl says, would love to hear your thoughts on Hoot Dog on HBO Max sometime. I have no idea what you're talking about. What Hoot is Hoot Dog? Hoot Dog. H a u t e dog. Oat. Oat Hoot. Dog. How do you pronounce <laughs> that word? Oat. Hoot. It means it means high dog or like top dog. Yeah, it's like a dog in fashion. 
But he's a hot Wow, I have not seen anything about this. And I do have HBO Max because we get it in Canada. We get it through Crave. But um, wow, a 10,000. I haven't watched this, but I'm going to admit something really embarrassing right now, Mm -hmm. which is that I did watch the first episode of The Pack on Amazon Prime, which is is also a dog. It's a dog competitive reality show. Like they go to comp, like best in show, they go to competitions and stuff. No, it's not best in show. It's like the amazing race, but instead of two people being together, it's a person and a dog. Oh, and they like fly around and like <laughs> go on bouncing beams and shit. That's no, I don't want to, no, leave the dog I, alone. Well, that's the thing. I watch, it's so, well, it's really funny because. The episode is like an hour long, but half of it is just them explaining why everything they're doing is actually very safe. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's like a deadline drops. Like, What's it called? The the pack stops production after a fucking corgi <laughs> falls to its death in Chile. No, how dare you? No, they they really. They have interviews with all of the dog, like, stunt experts. And, like, all of you are, like, we've practiced this, like, 18 million times. But, but it is still hilarious to see a dog. Are these, <laughs> like, trained dogs, like, doing action sports? Or, like, they is are, it just, like, a normal person? And you're, like, can this person and their fucking and golden retriever? It's, like, it's normal people and dogs, oh but the dogs all, they all spent like months training before doing this. <sighs> Leave dogs alone. Just feed them it's and not let good. them sleep. Wait, but while we're on this topic, <laughs> I'm just really glad that this listener brought up the topic of like dog entertainment because <laughs> I have a lot to say <laughs> because believe it or not on our favorite streaming service, Disney plus, not only did I watch Call of the Wild, but I also rewatched childhood favorite Homeward Bound. Oh. Now, please tell me you've seen this. I've seen Homeward Bound many a time. It's it's very good. I mean, but talk about a movie where I immediately was like, "Oh, I need to see the I need to see the IMDb for this because the pets are doing very dangerous things in this yeah, movie. Yeah, doesn't the dog get like <laughs> fucking got by a porcupine? Yes, there's a dog gets porcupine needles in his face. The cat goes over a waterfall and drowns in a river. <laughs> the other, the old dog gets stuck in a mud pit. Yeah, like, that was through. like really sad. So sad, Shadow. Um, but so I went to the IMDb and it's so funny because it's so clearly written by Disney's lawyers. <laughs> Disney's lawyers went like, if you want to read some like fun facts written by the top LA like yeah. legal counsel, <laughs> that's what it is. It's like, did you know that the cat when it went over the waterfall was actually a puppet? And there were several puppets and the cat never came close to the water. So like, don't sue us. <laughs> like that's what all of the fun facts are. I love it. So I, this is all to say I love dog entertainment. Um, so keep those suggestions coming. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I <will. laughs> uh, our boy, Christopher Nolan, You're released boy. a movie in the year 2020. And it came in out theaters. much like a Christopher <laughs> Nolan film. No one was quite sure in what timeline did the movie actually come out were we watching it 
in reverse? Was it taking place in an alternate universe that Matthew McConaughey was orchestrating through a black hole? No one was, no one knew, but I knew that when Tenet came out on VOD, I was going to buy it for 20 bucks on Apple. And I did. And, and? Danielle, hmm. I liked this movie. I did not have a fucking clue what was happening in this movie for the full two and a half hour run time. And I don't see how that's enjoyable. And I under, I like very much understand why people do not like this movie. And I, if you don't like Nolan and you don't like everything that is like a main complaint about Nolan is like front and center in this movie. And I cannot think of a movie that people will dislike more if they dislike crazy timelines, dumb science, <laughs> characters needlessly keeping information from each other, exposition <laughs> happening like while fucking loud ass score happens, you literally can't even hear what the exposition is. It's That's got all of it. At the same time, it has some of the most bonkers ass action scenes I've ever seen. For two and a half hours, I was screaming, what is going on? I literally don't understand this movie, but I own it. And I'm going to rewatch the hell out of it with subtitles very soon. I liked it. With subtitles, yes, that's a good call. See, that's the problem is I've read so many reviews and tweet, tweets where it's like, you can't hear that what they're saying. That's so frustrating. Like that was a choice clearly made at the top of Uncut Gems where for the first five minutes, you're like, what's he saying? What are they saying? But it gets better throughout the movie. I can't imagine an entire movie choosing that. There is like a final action sequence in this movie where like things are happening and I did not understand until after the movie. And I was like, well, time for me to pop open the old laptop and like do some research <laughs> as to like what happened in this movie. I'm like, oh, I get it. That's the thing that they were trying to do. Or that's what the MacGuffin was. I literally didn't understand what the MacGuffin was until I did research into the movie afterwards. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm excited to, I'm excited to check it out again. And I have, um, I have a nice home viewing experience. I have a sound bar. Like I'm, I was sick one day. I was like, I'm sick of not understanding a fucking word that is said in any TV show or movie <laughs> at home. I'm buying a damn sound bar. I live in Los Angeles. I have my air conditioner cranking half the damn time. I'm getting it. I'm yeah. getting a sound bar. And even then, I still, I, you know. Still can't understand shit. Yeah, still, no. This is not a pleasurable viewing experience. And quite frankly, I resent Christopher Nolan. Oh. I resent him. I resent his brother. Jonah. I resent uh, how expensive and long his movies are. And then how convoluted and what a big fat mess. Christopher Nolan is a big fat mess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spicier just, words have never been spoken on this pod. Let me tell you, let me tell you, it is very freeing to say, you know what? I don't like this. I don't respect this. I don't care that everyone else is obsessed with it. It's the same as how I felt about Birdman. I was very open about the fact that I never liked Birdman. The second I saw it, I said, this is trash. This is overhyped. This sucks. And it's the same for most of Chris Renolan's work. I love I love and all those movies. I love all those movies. <laughs> there are certain directors, and this is like 
probably like a very like male bearded LA guy thing or it's just like when I don't like a certain person's movie I'm like I was probably wrong I need to keep watching it until I like it until I figure out what the hell's <laughs> going on and no one's in there and this was the first movie like I like I I love Interstellar lots of people don't like that movie I'm like this movie is like who cares about diving into a fucking fucking black hole in a spacesuit who cares if that's dumb the movie's all about emotions it is like the one of the most mm. emotional movies i've seen mm. and this movie is yeah, just like I'm happy for you this is the first movie i saw where i was like all right this one you're really like fucking <laughs> on you're really like on acid for this one chris <laughs> but uh i don't know i i enjoyed it it still has some of the most incredible stuff i've seen on film in uh, a few years look i'm happy for people i'm, I'm really happy for them f who liked his movies and specifically who liked this one so good for you yeah. you bought tenet you know what i bought freaky the vince Vaughn oh Martin i was movie. freaky <laughs> it, was, it was okay yeah <laughs> it was all right it's like fine it made me really you know what movie it made me really appreciate the hot chick <laughs> Which one was the, it's the hot same, chick? It's where was Rachel that... McAdams and Rob Schneider switch bodies. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen any of those Schneider like body switch movies. I mean, Rachel McAdams is so good in it. I didn't and even know she was in it. Yeah, she switches bodies with what's his name? Schneider. Rob Schneider. Schneider? McAdams. <laughs> but so that's the thing. Vince Vaughn is wonderful in it. And then I went down a Vince Vaughn rabbit hole and saw that he had some unfortunate comments about Trump. Yeah, unfortunate in that he's very <laughs> pro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, not an entirely pleasant experience, but the movie itself is cute. That's um, why Vin, That's why Double V is making these like direct to fucking Apple horror movies. Yeah. He's been canceled by. Movie. He's been canceled by. Hollywood elites like us. <laughs> we are going to wrap up this podcast with a little discussion. It's going to be Christmas before you know it because it's in yeah, five or six days. We'll probably not tape till after it. So we're going to talk about some holiday movies. Danielle, you've been like, you've been cramming the movies. I've been watching two and a half hour time travel movies that don't make <laughs> sense to humans. You've been watching holiday movies. What are you, what are you into? I've been absolutely devouring them um i watched them all and i want to give some shout outs okay uh to some good ones i'd be shocked if you haven't seen scrooged i actually have not seen scrooged oh my gosh it's so good so scrooge is one of my favorites and it's one of the ones like i had to rent it it's never on any lists it's never part of like holiday bundles especially on because like Bill Murray is such like internet bacon right now where it's like anything that's yeah. Bill Murray is like instantly a meme or instantly viral. And you would think that it's there something. would be, I, I haven't seen it, but you'd think that there would be that's that Murray nostalgia. It's, yeah. You'd think, and it's like such, you always have to seek it out. It's not like Christmas vacation where it's like Chevy Chase is front and center on Netflix. You can watch it immediately or Disney plus or whatever. It's very easy to find. You've probably seen it a million times. Whereas Scrooge is like one of my favorite Christmas movies. 
And every year I'm like, how the hell am I going to watch this? Where is this movie? Why isn't anyone talking about why people talk CBS about Die Hard, access. Home Alone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking about Scrooge. Anyway, it's very good. Highly recommended. Do you know what movie sucks? It's very dark. Oh, please tell me. A Christmas Story. BB Gun. That movie's racist as fuck, yo. I haven't. This is one that's like sort of in my blind spot. It's not a fave. So I know people do. It used to play on. Remember it played on TBS 24 hours. I think they still do that. (laughs) I think they still do that. And one of my good friends is like very much a part of his family tradition is they watch this movie. I didn't see it until later in life. And I was like, this movie sucks. It's like just like. Is is the racism cut out in the. No, it's like the TBS fucking version? the racism is like the end beat of the movie. Oh my god! I the end of the movie, they like go to a gun. Chinese restaurant and make fun of their fucking voices and shit. What? And the credits roll over them making fun of a bunch of Chinese people. It's horrible. Oh my god! I this don't is do totally that. Over my head. This is over my head. All I remember is him in the bunny suit and the tongue getting stuck to the pole. Yeah, everyone's like screen cap the four like cute parts of that movie. <laughs> and that kid. I mean, that kid is very cute. A young James Who's Corden. Who's the cutest Christmas movie child? I'll give you Macaulay. some options. Macaulay. Oh, you don't even need to think about it? Well, give me some more let options. Me give you some, let me give is you some Grogu options. Is Grogu in there? <laughs> <laughs> they need to make a holiday movie version of Amanda. <laughs> Where it's just like them buying presents last minute. But, um, okay. Macaulay, obviously. My girl, Mara Wilson from 30. Miracle. I didn't see that one. I have seen neither the old nor the new Miracle on 34th. And honestly, they probably should make a new one. Charlie from the Santa Claus. I have not seen that movie since it like. Oh my God. And then finally. My boy, Jake Lloyd from Jingle All the Way. Oh, that's Jake Lloyd? Yes. Um, I haven't seen that movie since it really since it came out too. Like I haven't seen Santa Claus, the Santa Claus or Jingle All the Way essentially. These are like, all movies I rewatch like every single no, year. No. I yeah, no, I don't know. Well, Not big so you- speaking of like hot, uh, funny celebs being canceled, like not really interested in um, Tim Allen. Oh my god! <laughs> how do you feel weird. about how do you feel about Disney recasting Chris Evans as as Buzz Lightyear? I, I mean, more, that's just the Disney way. I the, Disney has no loyalty. The libs get in their way. Yeah, exactly. But as I was watching the Santa Claus this year, I was like, God, for a moment in the nineties. Tim Allen was it. He had everything. He had the the number one show, the number one Christmas movie, the number one non-Christmas animated movie. He was just like unstoppable. And his friends were rotting away in prison (laughs) after he dropped a dime on them. Like, what the hell? I mean, and it's just like- He probably had like a funny album too. He probably had like an album of like Christmas tunes that he went like over. Yes. It's so because he's like in the movie. He it's I guess the he's definition of like the, the everyman. He's just yeah. the everyman. Yeah, 
He makes fun of the new husband because the new husband is a psychiatrist and he's like, that's not a real doctor. <laughs> that's not a like, real doctor. He's always saving like, people's lives who are threatening <laughs> to make suicide. Yeah, it's like, it's really just strange. And then he becomes Santa Claus. <laughs> Yeah. What a film. Anyway, guys. Is it like the most American thing that like one of the, the premiere? I know you're trying to end the episode. Got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> that like the, one of the premiere like new modern holiday classics is about like like a legal like a technical legality forcing someone yes, into the becoming clause. that's the whole movie. It's called the Santa Claus. No, I I get it. I understand the conceit <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. All right. Is, End the episode. You're not even gonna ask me no. what my favorite movies are. Whatever. What's your favorite holiday movie, Brett? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Check it out if you haven't heard of it. It's kickstarts the RDJ revival. You're welcome. Well, thank you for that. Or maybe we should say no thank you to that, considering how RDJ has been on Instagram lately, wilding out. Oh, no. What's he doing? Is he trying to get us to watch uh, Doolittle on HBO No, Max? he's just defending his best friend, Chris Pratt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, this, no. and when I say defending as if it's in present tense, I mean like two months ago. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh, guys... You know, we only touched on holiday movies, but tell us, like, let us know your thoughts on any of this. I know there were a couple comments and questions that we probably didn't get to. I saw at least one about Big Brother Canada. And the answer for me is yes, I will be watching Big Brother Canada because I'm in Canada. Um, <laughs> I also see that there's a Quebecois version of Big Brother that's going to be starting. I'm not that So there's a French yet. language Canadian yes. Big Brother? Oh, <laughs> yes. my God. Well, you you speak a bit of it, right? I do. We Oh. Um, but I, I'm not so desperate to watch it. Um, yeah, well, other than that, I think we Big got Brother. to most of it. So thank you guys so much for your questions, for your comments. We, I think we'll do one more episode before 2021, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We'll do something like next weekend or whatever. So, so send them all in. I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday and, and just, you know, don't, don't buy tenant. <laughs> don't no i mean i wouldn't <laughs> recommend it like i wouldn't recommend it unless you know you're like into that kind of movie i, I don't did. think our listeners really are maybe cornelius <laughs> breadworth <laughs> bye julie bye julie <laughs>